Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Well, please do take a seat. And a very good morning to you. Uh, as you uh, find your seats, can I encourage you to grab a hold of a Bible and start turning to Matthew chapter 7. Uh, if you're uh, in a church Bible, that's on page 971. Page 971, Matthew chapter 7. We're going to look at a couple of verses uh, from there this morning. We've already begun thinking about choices. And in the verses that we're about to look at this morning, Jesus says that there is a big choice that we all face, and he wants to help us to make the right decision. Now, these verses come towards the end of the greatest speech the world has ever heard. It was called the Sermon on the Mount. And in this speech, Jesus has been telling us how we should live in God's world. And it was an amazing speech. But as Jesus draws that speech to a close, he wants to help us to understand that it's not enough to admire his amazing teaching and then to live no differently as a result. But that if we really trust him, that will mean that we seek to obey him in all of our lives. We need to let his teaching change the way that we actually live. And to help us to make this decision, Jesus gives us a picture that helps us to understand the big choice that we all face. And that picture comes in the verses we're looking at this morning. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. If you're in the church Bibles, that's the bottom right-hand corner of page 971. Let me read those verses now. Jesus said, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. This picture has three parts to it. Jesus says that there are two gates, two goals, and two groups. Let's start with the gates. First of all, Jesus says that there is a wide gate, and beyond it, a wide road. And they are easy to enter and to travel on. But he also says that there is a narrow gate, and beyond it, a narrow road. And they are hard to enter and then to travel on. Think about it like this. If I want to go on a journey with my luggage here and I want to get to the back of church, the easy route to take is for me to go through uh, this wide gate, uh, down a wide aisle, a wide road, and uh, no one's in my way. I can take all my luggage with me. Uh, Very easy to travel this way. But then it becomes a little bit more tricky if I choose to try and travel through um, a narrow gate. Sorry for those on the balcony who won't be able to see this, but trying to get, don't worry, you're you're fine right there. Uh, Trying to get through a narrow gate, I find immediately I can't get through because my luggage won't fit. So if I'm going to go through the narrow gate, I have to leave my luggage behind there. And then traveling through the narrow gate onto the narrow road, already a little bit trickier because people's feet are in the way. No offense, don't worry. Um, and it's a little bit harder to travel this way, much harder. And that's part, that helps us to understand part of Jesus' picture here, that we all face this big choice of whether we ignore him and don't follow his teaching. That's like walking on the wide way. It's easy to do that. We don't have to leave anything behind or whether we're going to trust and obey him enough 
to follow his teaching, which is a bit like walking on the narrow way because it's hard. It means leaving some things behind. Jesus says that if we're going to follow him, that will mean leaving behind certain behaviors or lifestyles or habits, things that he says are bad, that he describes as sinful. He says that we need to leave those behind and start living his way. And that can be really hard. See, following Jesus, trusting and obeying him will mean leaving some things behind. So Jesus says that there are these two gates, the wide gate that is easy to go through and to travel on, or the narrow gate, which is obeying him and harder to live that way. So two gates. Secondly, Jesus says that there are two goals. Now, when I say goal here, I don't mean the sort of thing where you kind of kick a ball in the back of a net and everyone goes, goal. Not that kind of goal. But the sort of goal that is thinking about where we want to end up. You know, when someone says, what's your goal in life? It's about where you want to end up. And Jesus says, in that sense, there are two very different goals that come at the end of each of these two different ways. He says that the wide gate leads to destruction, which is another word for death. But he also says that the narrow gate leads to life and happiness. Now, uh, uh, let me just show you that in uh, the Bible again. Look back down um, at verse 13, Matthew chapter 7. Jesus says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life. Now, when you've got a big choice to make, one of the uh, ways that will help you in making your decision is to consider where each option uh, leaves you ending up. Uh, Now, I'm up on the balcony. For those under the balcony, you'll just have to trust that I'm on the balcony at this point. Um, And uh, to get back down to the main floor of church to carry on with my talk, I've got to think about how I get back down. Now, I've got a couple of options in front of me. Uh, one is that, that I could jump. I'd probably land on the vicar, which would be messy, but um, I, that's, that's one option for me. I could jump. Um, yeah, I could. I won't. Uh, the other option is that I could get back down the way that I came up, which is by the stairs. Now, how do I make a decision like that? Well, I think about where each option will end up. Um, if I jump from the balcony, where do you think that will end up? Accident and emergency, that's right. Probably with a couple of broken ankles. So um, sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go back down the stairs. And the reason I'm going to go back down the stairs is because of where that ends up with me back here, healthy, happy, and able to carry on. Now, uh, that helps us to think a bit about this picture that Jesus is giving us. He wants us to see that we all face this big choice of whether to ignore him by going the wide gate or to trust and obey him by going through the narrow gate. And to help us to make that choice, he wants us to see where each option ends up. He wants us to understand that ignoring him, a life of ignoring him, ends up somewhere very sad indeed in destruction. But that a life lived following him, trusting him, lives up, ends up somewhere wonderful and joyful with life for him, with him forever. And Jesus says this because he wants us to understand really well the choice we all face between following the wide gate that leads to destruction or the narrow gate that leads to life. So we've had two gates, two goals, and finally two groups. Jesus warns us in these verses not to be attracted to follow the many who go through the wide gate 
but to be one of the few who find the narrow gate. Look back down at your Bible at verse 13. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Uh, Now, if I may, can I ask everyone who's able to stand up, please? Just stand up where you are. And now I'm going to ask everyone whose first name begins with the letter M. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to remain standing whilst everyone else I'd like to sit down. So if your first name begins with the letter M, I'd like you to um, uh, stay standing now. Everyone else, would you sit down? Brilliant. A few of you still standing. Now, um, I think I know your names, but tell, tell, tell people your name. What's your name? Matt. And Matt, how did it feel just then to be one of the few that remained standing? Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> okay, thank you. Mark, and an absolute pleasure, thank you. An absolute pleasure. Okay, we've got one happy customer. That's great. What's your name? Margaret. Margaret, and how did it feel with everyone else sitting down and now you being interviewed and you didn't know that was going to happen? Well, a bit shocked. A bit shocked. <laughs> okay, fair enough. One more, Marcus. Marcus. How did it feel? I'm quite relaxed with you. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Go on then. Mary. Mary. Okay. How did it make you feel? Oh, good. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, well, usually, you can all sit down now. Thank you. Sorry for embarrassing you like that. Um, uh, usually, uh, we find that it is, feels safer and easier to be one of the many rather than one of the few. And uh, part of the big choice that we all face is whether we're going to go along with the many by living our own way, which is easy, and it usually feels pretty comfortable because no one challenges you, or whether we are going to trust and obey Jesus enough to follow his teaching, even though that will mean being one of the few who have to stand out and look different. You see, trusting and obeying Jesus, living his way, will make us stand out among the many. And people will notice that and will wonder why we choose to follow Jesus. And often people will think that we are silly for following him. And that will be our experience both at school and at work and in groups that we're part of. It will be our experience um, with uh, uh, friends as well as members of our family. Uh, Whether we're young or whether we're older. All of us at different times, uh, perhaps often, will find that people look at us if we follow Jesus and trust his teaching and think that we are silly. Maybe even that we are bad because we choose to follow him. And that's why Jesus warns us not to be attracted to the many who go the wide gate, live their own way, but rather to be one of the few who find the narrow gate and live Jesus's way. So we have two gates, two goals, and two groups. And Jesus says that there is this big choice that we all face. It's the choice of whether to trust and obey Jesus or whether to ignore him and live life our own way. Do you see what he urges us to do in verse 13? Look down. Jesus says, enter through the narrow gate. Enter through the narrow gate is what he says. He says it's going to be hard because it will mean leaving some things behind. He says it will be uncomfortable and awkward at times because it will mean being one of the few who choose to follow and obey his teaching. But he wants us to enter through the narrow gate because of where it ends up. 
with life with him forever. And that's what he wants for us. And he wants us to avoid the sadness and destruction that follow a life of ignoring him. He wants that so much, so much, that he died on the cross for us to take the punishment for all the bad choices that we've ever made. And now any of us that find ourselves on the wide road, ignoring his teaching at any time in our lives, can come back to him and walk through the narrow gate and begin living with him again, and we find forgiveness from him. It is available and open to anyone who will trust and obey Jesus and his teaching. You see, at the end of this great speech, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus wants us to understand that it's not enough to admire his teaching and then live no differently, but that if we really trust him, then we will be seeking to obey him as well. And that if we're not even seeking to obey him really at all, it should make us wonder whether we've ever really started trusting him. When you trust someone enough, you will listen to their advice and you will seek to follow that. So you see, it's not enough if you want to get to a destination to look at the gate that leads there and go, you know, I really like that gate. That's a really nice gate. I really admire that gate. If you want to get there, you have to enter the gate. You have to go through it. You have to walk that road. And the way that we receive life isn't by the things we do. It is by trusting Jesus but it's the sort of trusting that leads us to obey him, not the sort of admiring that leads us to then ignore him in the way that we live. And so Jesus says, enter through the narrow gate. Shape your life around my teaching. Trust me enough to obey. So there we have it, two gates, two goals, two groups. I ask you honestly this morning, which group are you part of? Which goal are you heading towards? Which gate have you entered through? You have to enter through the narrow gate to receive the life that Jesus offers. Have you? Will you? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much that the narrow gate that leads to life with you forever now stands open for anyone who will trust and obey Jesus. And we ask that you would help us more and more in our lives to trust Jesus and obey him, to allow his teaching to shape the the way that we live. And we pray that we would know, each of us, the joy and the life that comes from a life lived with and for him. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.